Asajani. Welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence. Today, we're going to be talking about strange subject, strange but true subject. Uh, can you sell your soul? How much is it worth? Uh, what are the logistics to selling your soul? Because people are doing it. Well, um, case in point, uh, Grimes. Uh, she sold her soul a, a while back. So it's, a, it's an old story, but I want to bring it up because I predicted this a while back. And it's getting, say, more and more. The attention is more and more individuals start to say seek outside of themselves for say control or lack of uh, or giving up control. So we're going to be talking about all the details and then also something sad that I predicted a while back, uh, even before COVID hit, is uh, for example this kind of uh, stuff. Uh, another uh, say suicide. Uh, this is from um, Lisa Marie Presley's. Uh, Elvis Presley's uh, grandson uh, shot himself. It seems like so. Why that's kind of why that stuff happened? Why is it more prevalent, especially among say the wealthy individuals or you know famous and wealthy individuals? Why is that coming up more and more? Okay, so we're going to be talking about that. Very interesting. Uh, and this is all science. Okay, it's got nothing to do with uh, religion, spirituality, or anything like that. It's about straight out science. So we're going to go. We're going to just jump right in. I'm going to share my screen for you. So if you're listening to this, you might want to uh, you know, get on YouTube uh, and, and take a look at, because I, I just want you to see the article that I'm talking about so you don't think um, uh, I'm making this shit up. So this is, here we go. Uh, Grimes is selling her soul. No, really. So it started out, you know, you can, you can read it out. <clears throat> you can read it yourself. And um, here's Here's where you can go, Vogue.com. Uh, you can just do your own research on that. Uh, I didn't want anyone to buy it, so I said we should just make it uh, $10 million, and then it probably won't sell. Well, there's a problem with that, okay? Because whoever is buying it, and the only thing or the only, say, entity that can buy it is not of physical form. So, so that's one strike that it, it just, just fucking doesn't work out. It just doesn't work out. And besides, they don't want your money. That's why they're offering you money. That's why when people say sell themselves, sell their souls, I'll give anything to to make a million dollars. I'll give anything to uh, win the presidency. I'll give anything to uh, you know be the leading actor or actress or whatever it is. Right? I'll give anything to uh, marry so and so. So there's a lot of people. There's a lot of individuals that sell their souls for. Um, uh, uh, fortune and fame. And then there's a lot of people who sell their souls, uh, sell their souls for a lot less. So uh, again, $10 million. Mm, um, yeah, we're going to be talking about that. So that's the key. We're going to, we're going to get into say the legal contract. That's, this is the interesting part. Okay. So this is the legal stuff that uh, here's the legal contract for Grind selling her soul. And this really makes me laugh. It's, it's so very interesting. You know, Grimes is selling her soul as part of an online art exhibition called Selling Out. Uh, in the show, uh, Tiddler Work, uh, the highest bidder will receive a legal document uh, conveying ownership of a percentage of Grimes' soul. Uh, I really wanted to collaborate with my lawyer on art, uh, Grimes said in an interview. The idea of fantastic, uh, uh, fantastical art in the form of legal document just seems to be very intriguing to me already. So selling out officially opened up yesterday. Uh, and this was a while back. I'm not sure when the date is. Here's the date, May 20th. So uh, again, you can take a look at the article, but let's just go into the details. 
of what it consists of. Okay? And this is what makes me laugh because uh, I think the lawyer that wrote this should just stick to law, literally, because he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Okay? It doesn't work that way. I don't know. He might have looked it up on Google and uh, or you know contacted some spiritual guru or some religious organization or whatever the hell it is, but your soul, your spirit does not work this way. Not at all. And that's what's so, what's so damn funny. And, you know, people take it, people take it for real. It's like, well, shit, it must be, uh, you know, in the Bible or in the Quran or wherever else. And that's the way it works. It doesn't freaking work out that way. Guys. There's physics to it. There's science behind it. You know, what you, what's created in this reality, there's a hell of a lot of science, don't you think? How everything works in perfection. There's a lot of science behind it. So why do you think your spiritual aspect, or what I would call your timeless self, okay, not even spiritual, because I just want to forget about that word, because it's so distorted. Just like the word spirituality, God, and all that stuff. You know, that's just that's just hearsay. It's not proven. You know, in, in science, and then we'll get into the logistics. Because it just it just makes me laugh. So here's my rant. So you know, in science, you know, say that. Um, Say that there's a, a you know a, a great uh, physicist uh, back in the day, and then they go, uh, you know, physicist so and so, you know, wrote down, uh, you know, on scripture that uh, the Earth was the center of the universe. Earth was the center of the universe, and you know nobody followed up on it. Nobody did you know any testing on it. Nobody, nobody, nobody uh, did anything about it, and they just took it for real. You know so. So ages go on, ages go on, and what do they do? Well, it's like some guy wrote it. Look, it's here in the scriptures. It's been there for a long time. Everybody else just to say uh, goes along with it, and we're going to take it as truth. Basically, that's what religion, that's what spirituality, that's what uh, you know society thinks it is. You know, even if it's not true, even if you're not religious, even if you're atheist, you still believe in that stuff, right? Even if you moved away from it, uh, the concept of being good and bad. Where do you where do you think that comes from? Right? Where the hell do you think that comes from? Again, people want to be a good person uh, outside of religion. It's all the same stuff. You're just changing the name. Right? It doesn't make it any better. It doesn't make it any truer. So in science, though, which is really good, right? Uh, and science gets distorted because now they got bought out. So it's another religion. So I'll be talking about that on some other podcast. So watch out for that. Um, but you know, in science. You know, people start to prove it's like, hey, uh, are we really the center of the universe, right? And then they do studies, they do they do tests, they do you know mathematics on it, and go, shit, we're not. You know, we're actually rotating around the sun and so on, right? So and then so it gets proven and tested. But you know, religion, spirituality, you know, the, this concept of you know your soul or the definition of your spirit, what the hell does that mean? It's kind of like stay the same, right? Nobody's really taken. Uh, taken it and tested it, and, and I know it's a pretty hard thing to test. Maybe that's why, or people think it's not real, although they believe in it. Although you know, all the government mechanisms, uh, money, all those things are tied to, say, spirituality and religion. Uh, nobody believes in this, so or, or they do, or, or they don't, or they're somewhere in between. You know, what the hell is it, right? This reality again is forcing you to believe one way or another, and this is what it's all about. So people are starting to say push uh, upon their beliefs. They're starting to act upon their beliefs. So this is the this is how it defines uh, Grimes or Grimm's soul. 
name, The Soul of Grimms. Uh, and I'm, Grimes or Grimms, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing it. I don't mean to discredit you or anything. Um, but let's see what you sold your soul for. Uh, by the way, Grimes, I do have a buyer. I can connect you with a buyer. He'll pay you a hell of a lot more than $10 million. He'll pay you hundreds of millions. I'll be talking about that. Uh, for you as well. Again, not to demean you, but actually to protect you. And, you know, it, it's it's just my extension. Uh, we can talk about it if you'd like. If you'd like to connect with me, uh, I can tell you all about um, uh, why you shouldn't do it. But uh, that's all up to you. Okay? Um, so anyway, it's the first part of this agreement. So it consists of the spiritual, immaterial, and immortal essence of Grimes which exists independently of and distinctly from her physical being, but is the essence of life itself. So what the hell does that mean? Do they even know what that means? So basically what they're saying is that, hey, you know, it's separate from Grimes. Uh, there's no connection. There's no, there's that immaterial self or what I call your timeless self, right? That's out there. Uh, and then you have your physical self. And then, you know, what most people think, you know, or what most people believe, it's like, well, I don't believe we have a spirit. And then that's the way life is. It's bullshit. You know, if you don't believe in gravity, gravity still, you know, affects you, right? It, it just, it just does. Same thing here. By the way, your, your spirit, okay, uh, or your soul. So most people use it interchangeably. In, in reality, it's, it's your spirit. The soul is that connection piece between your spirit and your physical form. Okay, uh, to go deeper into, into that. Okay, the science behind it is your timeless self. Okay. Your timeless self, it is not controlled by time and space. Your time-bound self uh, is controlled by time and space. So, so your human reflection here, your identity here, your life experiences here, that is you. That is controlled by time and space, right? You decay, you, you get older, you get born, you get older, you die. Those are all, again, indications of time and space moving forward. So that is that that only consists of one percent of who you really are. One percent of your life experience is your physical platform or your physical identity here. Your timeless identity, people will call it your spirit or your soul. I would call it your timeless presence or your pure presence. Um, that is your 99%. Okay? That would be say your battery pack, your essence, your global settings, uh, your uh, your your source code, uh, your spiritual DNA. This is where consciousness exists. This is where consciousness, in this case, grimes exists. You cannot separate your spirit and your physical identity. They aren't. They aren't two different things. You, in fact, uh, your reality here, your physical identity here, is not real. This is a reflection. So. So this is your shadow, but most people think that this reality is so real. It's been created so real for you, you think you've forgotten who you really are. Again, your timeless self, which is 99% of you, not the 1% that we think we are, that we think, well, this is it. It's not it. It's only 1%. So to say separate that identity, it can't happen. It's like you know a light shining upon uh, something. It's like the projector. Your spirit would be, say, a projector shining upon the image in this reality, in this 3D reality, which is called you, the hologram. So your spirit, again, considered a projector, creating, rendering a hologram of you in existence here, physical form. So you can't separate the two. It's one and the same. Okay? So that's one 
uh, mistake uh, on this contract. Right? Uh, two, uh, it is immutable in time, but in, uh, um, uh, is, in, is mutable in time, but in, immutable in space, containing uh, eternal truth and wisdom. Uh, there, there doesn't seem to be any uh, wisdom uh, or truth in, in this contract, by the way. Um, and it's really not. So basically what they're saying is that it is, is mutable in time, but immutable in space. No, it's not. Uh, they both go back and forth, right? To render yourself here, you would need both time and space and then the timelessness of who you are. Again, so they both integrate. They both actually flow in and out of each other. If you've ever seen, say, the figure eight, right? Or infinity symbol, right? Boom. It, it goes in and out. Timeless. goes into time bound. Timeless in a time down, in and out. That's how you are rendered. That's how you create it. You cannot, again, I stress that you cannot say separate yourself from your spirit. Although you can say sell yourself. I'll explain that, how that works. Uh, is imbued with the knowledge of the good and with honor. Um, that's not true either. Uh, you know, because, well, um, and it's true at some point, but most, most spirits aren't awakened. You know, most people think that, you know, your spirit is really good. You know, it's all brilliant and it's all pure and everything. Well, it's not. Uh, it's not. Uh, because, you know, your your life is a reflection of, say, how awakened your spirit is. So imagine that. If you are not uh, in completeness, if you are not, uh, you know, um, well, if you live in lack in any form, in any fashion, right, uh, your spirit is not awakened. And your life is a reflection of your non-awakened spirit, right? So yes, your spirit is pure, your spirit is clean, and awakened spirit is clean. So imagine your spirit. If your spirit was awakened completely, would it live, would it be in lack, or would it be in abuse? Uh, would it show itself in any distortion like that? Uh, it would not. It, it is not a learning mechanism. This reality is not to learn anything pay back anything or anything like that. All that is bullshit because they just didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. And well, uh, they just made that shit up. They literally made that shit up. Uh, and it's in, it's in all the religious textbooks. And that's why those things never work out the way they do. By the way, I'm not cutting, not knocking down any religion now. If you're practicing it the way a Jesus would, or the way a Muhammad would, the way a Buddha would, or any of those great individuals, if you're not getting the same results as those individuals, you're doing it wrong. You're learning it wrong. You've been taught wrong. So push upon whoever is teaching you, the church, the synagogue, the mosque, whatever the hell that you're going to, push them to know the truth. Okay? Because again, if you're not getting the same results as uh, those great individuals, you're doing it wrong. Straight up. They were never in lack. They were never distorted. They had never abused anybody. They would never control people uh, in, in this reality. Again, they were all of, say, brilliance, honor, light, uh, and bringing the best out of people. If you're not doing that, if your say, religion is not doing that, even if you're out of your religion, even if you're just a good person, or even if you're atheist and you still follow those guidelines, you're doing it wrong, okay, straight out. It's just bottom line. Uh, again, just like gravity. It's not like, well, I believe that uh, gravity doesn't exist and you jump off something. Still, still affects you. Right? So, again, remember that point. Um, so, with good and honor, yes, if your spirit is awakened, but again, most spirits are not awakened, hence the life that you live today. 
is a result of a non-awakened spirit. By the way, exponential intelligence is about awakening your spirit, your DNA coding, right? your consciousness. Right? Your spirit, if you look at it another way, is a consciousness. Your co a consciousness, to define a consciousness, is an operating system on how this reality works, how you work in this reality. Straight out, simple as that. This is not, again, I can do another podcast on consciousness. Uh, but for the moment here, let's continue on. Um, oh, another thing is imbued with the knowledge of the good and with honor. Nope. Uh, that's all bullshit, too. Uh, it's imbued with all knowledge, okay? Good and bad. Uh, it's not pure darkness. That's, that's straight out bullshit as well. Uh, to be an enlightened, uh, an awakened being, an awakened spirit, you would have to be master of both sides and tread in between. Right? Uh, even, the, even the spiritual textbooks, uh, especially of Jesus, would say that. You would have to be the master of both sides, again, and tread in between. So you get to the level where good and bad does not exist. Basically, time and space does not, not exist. You live in your state. Um, 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 timeless state. That's where you transcend. That's where you rise above. And then you don't have to worry about moving away from the bad, going towards the good. By the way, that doesn't work out. Okay? So, uh, so that's wrong. Uh, contains perceptive, rational, and contemplative powers uh, that enables it to be close to the source of all things in the universe. Yeah, it sounds nice, but uh, again, a lot of distortions for it. Uh, it doesn't. It, it, in its awakened state, maybe true. Uh, and, you know, it's so mushy. And, you know, for a legal contract, you know, there's a lot of play in this. Holy shit. Uh, contemplative powers uh, that enable it to be close to the source of all things in the universe. Um, yeah, that's true. But, you know, uh, if you're, again, if you are distorted, uh, if you're lacking in any way, uh, if you're not existing in a complete sense of who you are, well, uh, you're not that close to the light. Simple as that. Right? Uh, the closer you are to the light, the more brilliant you are, the more abundant you are in all aspects, including money. Uh, again, remember that. Most people think that you know money is a sign of evil or, or the cause of all evil and all that. That's, that's straight out bullshit as well. If you're an awakened spirit, uh, by the way, and you existed in this reality, uh, yes, you wouldn't be, say, interested in money, but if you were living in this reality, uh, money would easily flow into you because you are of an abundant say, frequency. You are of abundant nature. You create abundance all around you, so there would be no lack. Think of it. There would be no lack if you were an abundant being. Your spirit, right? is an abundant being. So it would create or render this reality. Its reflection would be of abundance in all aspects of it. Right? So uh, that's one point. So this one contains perspective, rational, and contemplative powers. Not really. This is where, uh, and again, I'm just giving you briefs, okay? because I could talk all day on this. Uh, but let me give you an example on, on how this works. Say, and I'll give you the details. Okay, so you have you have a you have a computer system, okay, uh, or yeah, computer system, uh, and it's sending out or you know communication, right? Uh, let's talk. Let's, let me give you a better example. Say that say that uh, we have command central, okay, uh, command central, uh, and it's say rendering uh, 
or yeah, surrendering. It, it's got um, you've it, you've got command central, and then you know you're hooked to command central. Okay, so say you're an astronaut, you're an astronaut living on Earth, and and you're sending back experiences back and forth. Okay, so in in your initial state, you have a default setting on say what love is about, what success about is about what abundance is all those things uh it's you know it's in the documentation it's in your life handbook so it gets sent down but then when you come into this physical reality say this astronaut you're born uh you know your reality is very different you know your parents uh, are different your parents are unlocked your parents don't know how to love each other they don't know how to love you so say for example uh just i'm just going to give you one example love right uh love uh, you, you know, you grow up, you grow up being abused, distorted. The only way say you get attention, uh, is, got, is by getting beat up. It happens all the time, by the way. So it's not, not, not a case that's out there. So over time, you, you know, you, although you start to questions like, you know, the handbook says, you know, love is supposed to be like this, 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 this reality doesn't match. But, you know, since my parents are running that pattern, Society is running that pattern. I watch TV, it's running that pattern. This reality, uh, I guess, uh, um, is, has a different definition on love. So it's like, well, shit, I'm going to be running this. So, so you're sending, you're communicating to, say, your command center and go, hey, you know what? In this reality, um, in this reality, what's happening is that love is defined by, you know, getting abused, uh, by getting tormented, by getting, um, you know, uh, not uh, uh, not be not taken care of, uh, and the command center goes, well, "That's strange." You know, the handbook says, "Well, I guess so," because you know, the parents uh, and everybody else, uh, all the other say astronauts that are out there, uh, they're 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 doing it that way. So, well, uh, okay. So they start changing the handbook. So they start sending you, or they start sending you experiences. So, say you get older. You get connected to somebody that really loves you, that really takes care of you. You will not feel loved or taken care of because the command center changed your rule set on how love works. So you will gravitate to somebody that will abuse you, distort you, uh, not pay attention to you to feel love. I know it sounds really strange, but look at all the abuse patterns uh, or all the abuse victims. Some of you might actually experience that. That's the reason why. Okay, so it's a back and forth communication, right? If you're not sending out the right information, well, things get really messed up. And that's why a lot of people have the lives that they do, unfortunately, right? So again, is there rational contemplative powers that enable it to be close to the source? Sure, but that, that source, or I'm sorry, that spirit, your spirit has to be reminded of who it is. Uh, because it's rendered your reality so powerful that it thinks that this is the real reality. Okay? So this is what you get if you purchase your soul. Dividends, the holder of the soul shares uh, right here. Uh, the holder of the sort shares shall be entitled to share in the joy and happiness created uh, by Grimes' uh, soul. And, and uh, when such a joy and happiness is created from time to time. Such joy and happiness may include flashes of brilliant white light and eternal ethereal feelings. Alrighty. So even if even if Grime dies, uh, 
you get to keep uh, your share or so. Uh, it doesn't work that way. In the event of any liquidation or dissolution of Grimes, holder of sole shares shall be entitled to remain connected to the soul uh, wherever it comes to reside. The liquidation of dissolution of Grimes uh, shall be deemed to include her physical being no longer being. But you do have to be a good person or uh, you are out of luck. So, Pretty strange. Uh, again, none of that uh, can really hold water. And, and uh, in a in a very sh uh, just briefly, I'll explain how it really works. Okay. So each investor recognizes that in owning soul shares, uh, they're holding a piece of ground soul. And that such ownership is a unique responsibility, requiring them to accept obligation to be a kind, good, and ethical person. And that such investors' uh, actions, to the contrary, may have a material adverse effect on ground soul. Uh, it goes on and on, uh, and you can read that. So, uh, this document ends with the following disclaimer: uh, the validity of this the validity of this offering and the sole shares is subject to review and approval of a higher authority. Investors are cautioned uh, that there will be no material or tangible benefits obtained from a purchase of sole shares, and that here can be no assurance that a purchase of sole shares will provide any spiritual moral or other benefit. Investors considering a purchase of soul shares are advised to seek guidance from advisors, philosophers, or counselors um, of their chance. should be of their choice, probably. So, wow. All right. So let me uh, re reset my screen for you guys. We'll stop the screen share and we'll tell you how it all works. All right. So let's get into the nitty gritty. By the way, uh, I free a lot of people who sold their souls. I know how the contracts work. Okay. So, uh, and then later on, I'll read Grimes for you, um, just for her benefit. Right? So, so how do you sell a soul? You know, when you're in dire straits, right? Uh, when you're in dire straits, you're in need. You know, you know, you pray to someone. Right. And at first it's, you know, say God, however you define God, right? You go, Oh God, you know, if you could just get me out of this, uh, out of this, um, hellhole, um, you know, I'll, uh, I'll be forever grateful. Right. Um, I'll do anything. Uh, and then God doesn't answer because God's not supposed to answer because, well, that's another again, podcast on its own, but you know, God has given you all the possibilities, all the things that you could ever need to understand this reality. Um, it, uh, although we you know, fucked it up, but, um, so, uh, and it'd be against free will. That's why normally God doesn't answer. You would have to connect to your higher source, your spirit to say, create or make that wish or uh, commitment true for you, or your prayer true. So God doesn't get into it. So uh, anyway, that's outside of it. Okay. So, so over time, it doesn't work out, right? You don't get any results from God. You get pissed off. Uh, and then eventually it's like, well, hey, can anybody, uh, can anybody help me? And, and then also, you know, there's brilliances of white light that come in. There's brilliances say, of even dark light that come in that feel like bright light. Because, you know, say that there's a frequency. Say you're at a level one frequency. Okay, uh, and then you know you pray to something or somebody, and they're at a level one hundred frequency. Now that frequency is going to feel really euphoric for you. 
It's going to be, it's going to feel fantastic. That's why I say the darkness is say, so sensual, right? So sensual, so alluring, so well, so juicy, right? It pulls you in. That's the reason why it's not about good or bad. The reason is it's, it's at a much higher frequency and any higher frequency than yours, it feels good straight up. That's just how it works. Okay. So those are the laws of you want to call it spirituality here. It's, it's not spirituality. Those are the laws that say dictate how this reality works. Okay. It goes beyond quantum physics. Okay. It goes into the timeless nature uh, of this reality. So, so, so what that means is that uh, a dark frequency comes in, right? Uh, and like answers your prayers. Although to you, it would look like a brilliant frequency because it feels really good. And then you go, well, uh, that really feels great. You know, I'm going to trust the source, especially when you say pray to something uh, and then your prayer comes true, for example, right? Uh, and you go, damn, that was good. I got what I wanted. It must be a good person or it must be a good frequency. Sometimes too, when, you know, they masquerade, it's like, hey, you know, I'm talking to Jesus uh, or a Muhammad or, you know, Buddha came into me uh, and started talking to me and started giving me all this stuff, you know, these blessings. Uh, and you go, wow, that must be a real Jesus. But no, that doesn't work that way either, because Jesus would never say come into you and go, hey, I'm Jesus. Right? Uh, by the way, Jesus would never hang out with you because uh, a frequency that high and that pure would never hang out with you longer than just a flash. Right? They would say swoosh into you. Hey, there's a connection, by the way. You can connect to you know, Jesus of Buddha Muhammad and so on. I do that for people all the time, uh, but they don't hang out with you because it's distorting for them and it's distorting for you. So remember that. So even if it's a good person, you know, it's like say you had a grandfather that loved you a lot and they're still hanging out. It's not good for you. It's not good for them. It distorts both of you. By the way, they're using your energy because they don't have any physical resources. They're using your battery pack. Um, to say great or render what you're sensing, what you're experiencing in this reality. That's why it's distorting. So it burdens you. And again, it doesn't allow them to ascend to higher realms, which they should. Okay. So in that case, um, so yeah, we've covered that. So a bright light comes in, uh, you know, and says, "Hey, I'm pure. Hey, I'm Jesus. Hey, I'm this and that." Uh, and then you know, gives you what you want. And you go, "Wow, that worked. I must be Jesus. I'm talking to you, or that's my real grandfather. I'm talking." to no, uh, it's just a facade. It, it really is. Um, because, uh, again, outside of them not hanging out with you, they won't say give you stuff because there would have to be an exchange. They won't do that for you. What they will do, if it's real, they will help you transcend to a higher frequency so you can gravitate to whatever you need or want, whether it's you know, millions of dollars, fortune, fame, whatever. So that's, they would, they would, they would, they would help you say, become the best possible self. So you can say, hold on. So, so what that means is that they would help you become the best possible self that you can become. So you can be a reflection of what you want, like 14. Right. So, so just hopefully that makes sense to you. Right? Um, most people don't know how to do that. So what happens is like, over time, you know, you pray and go, can anybody help me, right? Uh, and I'll do anything. And people, you know, since they don't believe uh, that there's an actual spirit there or a soul, 
Um, they, they'll go, I'll do anything. And, you know, the, the being goes, anything? It's like, yeah, anything. It's like, well, I'll just, um, I'll just give me a piece of your soul. You know, people will do that, right? Like, where do, where do you think that adage comes from? You know, selling your soul, um, selling your soul to the devil, selling your soul to whoever, the highest bidder and all that. Where do you think that comes from? That comes from a reality that actually exists. And they go, well, you know, uh, again, we just want a piece of your soul. And since it's not really tangible, uh, like the lawyer described it, it's not really tangible, it's not really real, people don't think it's real. People that don't think it has any effect. But what you're doing is you're selling your energies. Right? So, uh, and then you go, okay. And then you think, just like this physical contract here, you know, there's some way or you can hire your lawyer to get rid of it. Mm, it's pretty damn hard unless you have a being, kind of like me, to say, well, this didn't work out. Uh, it shouldn't have been signed anyway. Uh, you know, and we can break the contract. So uh, very few people, by the way, in the world that can do that. Uh, correctly. Right? So, so what happens is that that actually happens. And this is, this is what they want from you. They don't want money. They don't want $10 million. You could, they, they'll, they'll give, they'll, they'll give uh, Grimes a hundred million, a billions, trillions of dollars for just a, a smidgen of your soul. That's how much you're worth. Because in this, in the reality that, that exists, this whole thing is fiat. It's not real. The money that you die for, you pray for, the fortune, the fame, it's not real. It's a frequency. It's generated. It's a hologram, just like you are. So they'll give you anything that you want. Again, anything that you want here, physical, in the physical realm, they'll give it to you for a piece of your soul or your spirit. I've seen that happen. Look at all the famous people. Look at all the, say, the deep states or, you know, the, the deep entertainers, you know, that do, you know, child trafficking, uh, you know, and all the worshiping and all that stuff. What do you think that they did to get that success, like to get that money? Now they're bound by it. But coming back to crimes. So, so what happens is that, um, you know, you, you sell a piece of your soul and then you start getting fortune and fame. You know, you get started. And I'm not talking about all individuals who have fortune or success. Okay? Uh, <clears throat> by the way, uh, a lot of individuals, the masses, have sold their soul for a lot less. And by the way, you don't have to sell your soul. Say your great 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 grandfather. Say, like, somebody who's, I don't want to name names, but somebody that was uh, did moonshine uh, back in the day, you know, sold moonshine, and then they got really rich, they got really popular, and then, you know, their family became presidents and so on like that. So I'm sure you know who I'm talking about. Um, that was selling your soul. Right? Uh, so, so, so that grandfather right, that sold their soul for rich, uh, for wealth and fame, everybody down the line is part of that contract. So just think of that. Uh, the sins of the father. Right? So everybody down the line uh, is under that contract. So most likely all the grandchildren after that uh, is very distorted. This is where strange deaths, uh, I talked about, say, Elvis, right? Uh, that story, all that shit happens because of that. You should see, well, all those things. Why do you think all these famous entertainers, they die at a young age? 
Bob Dylan goes, hey, I sold my soul. Uh, the guy that played Batman, I forgot his name, he goes, I want to thank Satan, you know, for, you know, acting out so well. Uh, that's a tough price. That is a tough price. So, so, so when, when, when you start to, um, this is where, you know, no matter how much money you make, no matter how much fortune and fame you have, no matter, no matter what else that you do, you would always need more. And more and more fortune and more. Okay? The reason why is because you can never stay satisfied. You can never be complete. You can never feel complete because a part of you in reality is missing. Right? An essence of you, a timeless essence of you that is worth more than anything in the world. Just in, say, if you could weigh it out, an ounce of your, say, spirit or your soul is worth all the wealth. Of this world, it's worth all of this world, just an ounce of one being. So it's easy to make that exchange. It's so easy. It's like, you know, $10 million. I mean, it's like, what? $10 million? That's nothing. That's like a drop in the bucket for a piece of your soul, especially with that with somebody that famous. And I'll tell you why. Because say she sells her soul, uh, and I'll and I'll read her in just a bit. Say she sells her soul, right? Uh, so what that means is that uh, everybody that listens to her, right, uh, her art, whatever she does, um, all the things that she sends out there has a frequency that you get, say, sucked into or ensnared into. And then you get absorbed by that frequency and then you get sucked into wanting to sell yours as well. So that's how that happens, right? That's why people who are very famous, they're entertainers and so on, they're so seductive. That's the reason why. Uh, and I'll give you more and more examples of that. Um, yeah, I'll give you an example of that. But I just want to go through and I just want to make sure that uh, I covered all, say, the logistics on how you sell your soul. Uh, a lot of times, uh, again, people will go, I'll do anything, right? Uh, I'll do anything to to do to get x y and z whether it's a billion dollars a million dollars fortune fame uh, you know a date with somebody whatever it might be and somebody's listening there's a frequency that's listening might not be in this reality but there's a frequency that's listening because opportunities are always there if you're not aware somebody else is they'll take advantage of you uh, I've seen it happen time and time again. So what happens is, well, you sell yourself and then there you are. You get what you want, right? And again, it's never satisfying because as you get it, you'll see what you actually did. Right? Uh, and again, it's never complete. You will not feel complete. So, um, and I'll give you an example, uh, say entertainers, um, to make it real. Do you know when... You know, there's entertainers, especially, you know, rock musicians, you know, um, you know, they're late, you know, the show's supposed to start at eight and it's eight thirty, it's nine and they're so drugged up, you know, and I've, and I've worked on so many, you know, famous people and so on, and, you know, the backstage people or the people that are really close to these entertainers, they go, they're so drugged up. It's like, I can't even believe that, uh, they can even say, you know, re, um, sing the songs that they do because it's not them 
It is not them. They sold themselves out. They are kicked out of their body. Their essence is gone. So they get drugged up. They get drugged up. They get deeper and deeper. Just the, and they go deeper and deeper. Again, most normal individuals would be, you know, in a death space or dead uh, from overdose. But for these people, since they're not in, they don't really die. They get disconnected, right? So that entity starts taking over. And this is where, uh, again, so there's a few people that have had, you know, their spouses and so on <clears throat> that were famous individuals. It's like, yeah, when I look at them, they're just a puppet. That's not them. And that's what most people say are connected to. That's where, they're, oh my God, you know, although like the person could be the ugliest thing, it's like, holy shit, you know, they're so handsome. They're so, I just want to connect with them because you're not, you're not attracted to the physicalness of that person. You're attracted to the higher, darker frequency that's controlling that person. And that's the music that you hear. That's the music that gets created. You know, the influence that they have on you, um, the great moves that they have, uh, the charisma and all that that you're seeing. It's a higher level being, although very dark, that comes into you. Can you do it from a brilliant state? Uh, you can, but nobody steps into you. It's basically, in a brilliant state, what you do is you ascend to a level, say, 100, like we were talking, right? You ascend yourself to a level 100, and yes, you can come here in a brilliant state, and you don't have to sell yourself. Okay? Uh, another thing about selling your soul is basically it's a franchise. Literally is. You are using somebody else's abilities for fortune fame. Okay? Uh, excuse me, you didn't take the effort. Uh, you know, it's like you're cheating on a college exam. Basically, you didn't do the work. You didn't take the effort. Uh, you didn't do what it takes to clean yourself up, get rid of all your bullshit, so you can naturally ascend to the high levels. Right? So it's straight out. That's all that it's about. So what do you do? Right? You want fortune and fame. Somebody has fortune and fame. And it's like, well, hell, uh, I'm going to pay this person, uh, not in dollars or anything like that. They don't, they don't fucking care about that stuff. Again, it's all fake. It's all fiat. Uh, they care about what's real, you, your spirit. Uh, they go, yeah, we'll exchange that. And then you basically borrow their level of, say, frequencies that they, they ascend in. Okay? Um, and then, well, you pay that franchise. So. Uh, another thing uh, as we end, is there anything else before we end? Mm. Um, I was going to read Grimes just for her you know, safety. Uh, another thing, you know, is that you really can't sell something that you've already sold. So when I was tapping into Grimes, uh, and again, it, I have authority to read her because it's affecting a lot of people in this story. Right? So that's why I can read you all the Grimes. So, you know, you can't sell, um, anything that you've already sold. It's not there anymore. So, so what that means to you, Grimes, is that mm, just tapping into you, just scanning your code or your ledger or your log files, uh, as Elon would put it, uh, you know, when I tap into you around 16, 17, life was really, really hard for you from what I'm seeing. I'm not going to get all, all, into all the personal details because uh, that's not right. Uh, life was really, really hard for you. And basically what you said, it's like, I'll give anything. Keyword, uh, I'll give anything to get out of this life that I have. 
And then by about, say, 22, 23, you notice that your life started to change dramatically. So you already sold yourself. So, so and again, uh, I'm just reading you. I could be all off, but I'm 99.99999% accurate uh, from the hundreds of thousands of people I've read. So, yeah. Uh, that soul is already gone on. So, and that's why the distortions that you have. Again, you might be very creative, artistic, but then, you know, that never, that completeness, that incompleteness that you always have, that wanting to be, say, that good person, wanting to be your best, wanting to be that, I don't know, that helper, so to speak. Uh, that's the reason why you do that, because you're trying to reclaim. Like so many other entertainers out there, right? They go, uh-oh, um, the only difference is that you didn't, you don't know, uh, you didn't know that you've already done that. Um, by the way, that's where your idea came from, right? Of, say, selling out, right? Because it's becoming more and more apparent that you've sold out already. But many entertainers, we go, oh shit, I sold myself, I sold myself. So what do you do? What do they do? Like Prince did, right? Uh, he got really religious. Uh, shit doesn't work. Um, and it destroyed him. Uh, you know, people start to go, oh, Crap. You know, I did sell myself. That stuff was real. So what do they do? They backtrack. They try to break the contract. You can't. You can't. You cannot break break that contract. You would have to have a higher individual. It's actually higher than the person that you sell sold your soul to to break that contract. But again, very few people like that. So, so for you, Grimes, again, it's an invitation. Connect with my office. Uh, we can chat on say the details for you. Um, chat on the details for you and uh, I can show you how to get your say soul or your spirit back right uh, by the way just just another as a closing thought you know say that your artwork did really well and say that you didn't sell your soul already uh, your artwork did really well right? and you didn't sell your soul so uh, somebody would give you say a bonus of 10 million dollars or, you know, you would, you know, your, your, say, profit would be, you know, like two, three million, whatever it might be. But then, but then surprisingly, it's like 10 million plus. So in reality, somebody at a higher frequency that doesn't care about money, you know, would say, just allow somebody here at a physical level to go, hey, you know, you know just give her an extra 10 million. So, so somehow uh, you would have 10 million, say, given to you, which gives them authority to um, take your soul. And the contract that you sign, they don't, they don't follow that. That's, that's just bullshit. That's, that's too many uh, loopholes and all that stuff. You know, this is like solid contract that you can't get out of. And it's, you hire the best lawyers in this reality, in this world, uh, nothing compared to, uh, you know, the contracts and uh, the, the solidness. Because there are no loopholes in the higher consciousness. There are no, say, exceptions to the rule. It is what it is, uh, and they own, it. they own it. They own everything about it. Um, yeah. And there is no excuses, by the way. So, so remember that. Uh, I think that's it. So, so uh, I guess as closing, guys, do the work, be the best possible self that you can be, awaken yourself, 
you don't have to sell your soul. You don't have to exchange anything. You know, when you exchange, oh, here's another. When you exchange, you know, um, success for your health, uh, your family, um, you know, your sanity, it's basically kind of like selling your soul at some level because there's an exchange of your essence for physical wealth. Again, and that wealth is not is not valuable to you. So, so word of caution, guys, be very, very careful. One, uh, don't ever sell your soul. Don't even make a joke about it because somebody's always listening and they'll tempt you, right? Because you're thinking about it, right? Uh, two, uh, you want to make sure that who you're connecting to, uh, if you think it's whoever it is, you know, your uh, savior, your spiritual guide, your angels, your your loved ones around you, or you know, Jesus type itself. Make sure it's the real, it's the real deal. It's the real them, not um, not somebody who's pretending. Uh, number three, mm, nothing is worth your sanity or your connection between your time bound self and your time. Nothing is worth. Uh, this is where you know, the, the, the Harvey Weinstein scenarios. You know, all those women that basically sold themselves, you know, to a physical, say, devil, so to speak, right? Uh, um, yeah, so that's say, selling your soul as well. Nothing is worth that. You can't get that back. Well, you can, but it's very destructive for you, right? So, so again, you can recover, you can heal from all that stuff. If you have gone that path, you can pull that stuff back to you and I can help you out. So, so be mindful, be cautious, be intelligent, know the rules, know the laws of how this reality works. Don't trust you know, anything that's not giving you results, right? whether it's religion, belief system, society, or anything like that. If you're not seeing the results, then it's, it's not true, straight out. So that should be it. Uh, again, thanks for watching, guys. Notice what you notice, notice the details.